Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. If you find this podcast helpful or informative, let your friends know so that they can find us and benefit from hearing these podcasts as well. Simply search for the Inside Scoop podcast. We're available just about anywhere podcasts are provided. Today, I'm joined by the vice chair of the Cobb School Board from Post 7, Mr. Brad Wheeler. Mr. Wheeler, welcome back to the Inside Scoop. Good afternoon. We just wanted the opportunity to touch base with you. I think it's been about a year since we uh, heard from you last and uh, just want to get some insights on how things are moving along in your post, Post 7, and that's the west and central part of the county. Schools like Harrison and... Hillgrove, McEachern, Smith, Lost Mountain. You've got 16 schools. So has anything new happened in your post since we talked to you last? You've, I presume, benefited a little bit from uh, SPLOS projects in your post? All the schools are benefiting in some way, some more than others, depending on what's on the agenda with it. I know Harrison specifically with the new gym and uh, the auditorium are one of our bigger projects. They're supposed to be ready to go, too. So, yes, Sploss has been a good thing for our schools. If nothing more than just a new coat of paint or new yeah. wiring here and there. Yeah, uh, that's kind of it. You know, the alarm point, some of these other things yeah. that are coming, you know, all the basic upgrades. I mean, every... It, it's amazing when you have this many schools, you know, they're not all built at the same time with the same plan. So right. they're all in various stages of repair and needs. And, you know, it's count on the principals when the SPLOS comes up to mm. put what they need for their building. Now, you mentioned Alert Point. That is a, uh, a system that's pretty innovative. A school campus, a high school campus, like especially like McEachern, would be very difficult to uh, totally secure, but I know that uh, security there and all the high schools is it's a par- high priority. It's, it's paramount. Uh, I think we do a pretty good job with it, but anything you can do to enhance it, and I think this is one of those programs that is definitely a, a plus for us. Um, it creates eyes and ears uh, for security uh, in every staff member, right? Correct, correct. Yes, it's a, it's a good thing to have. Like I say, it's another thing that you can use to help protect the kids and make mm-hmm. them safe. And in today's world, that's always a consideration. It's a priority is what mm-hmm. it is. I think there's an old phrase, better safe than sorry. Right? Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, SPLOST and investments, capital investments aside, uh, what about the academics in your post? How are things going uh, with your schools there? Uh, I've been pleased. Uh, last year at graduation, the, the three schools, it's amazing, the scholarships and the, what the kids have done and the things that you hear about. Mm-hmm. That's, that's truly when you get the shot, so to speak, of what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. It just it's every year they just continue all three of them to keep going on and on and on it's just outstanding some of the achievement we have in our in our high schools that's got to be one of the most gratifying parts of of being a school board member right yeah it's one of my favorite times to see you know that's the reward for all their years of school the culmination of everything and it's a big celebration and it's a it's it's a wonderful event you know it seems to me the total scholarships earned in the last graduating class was I think 118 million dollars in scholarship offers yeah I'm not sure the exact number That's, but like I say it's like every year that their classes just keep higher and they higher. just keep right on and on and it's amazing well hopefully that'll be uh, a, a growing trend never turning downward though. yeah and then you've got not just at the high school level. Mm-hmm. Milford, for instance, is mm-hmm. one of my schools. It's a great 
strides academically. It's always a pleasure to go there. The school, hats off to the custodial staff, it's spotless, spotless. Uh, you see the interaction between the teachers and staff and administration with the kids. Um, it doesn't take long to see why they're being successful with with the relationships they have with the mm. kids in Milford School. And that you've hit on two key things that I've heard, at least. Uh, if the kids aren't in a safe and clean environment, then you can't keep them there because they're out sick or whatever. Uh, so having a clean school is very important. And then well, having it's, it's I call it setting the table. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you don't go to football practice and the field's got broken glass on it. You can't really practice well and get your X's and O's and all that stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the schools have to be safe. Mm-hmm. The classrooms have to be safe. And, and they have the cleanliness, uh, same thing. That's step one in the, in, the, in the process. I mean, you have to provide that and then the teachers you do their instructions and you go forward from there. But that's, that's, that's base one. And then the relationship, I think you you mentioned, uh, being able to see evident relationships that are positive between teachers and students is is also a huge step toward academic well, achievement, right? No doubt about it. That, that's another big factor there. Now, just recently, Milford had a, I believe it was a double-digit increase in their milestone scores across the board. That's a huge thing for a, a, such a small school. And There's good things happening all over. It, it's just a good thing to see. Post-7 uh, sees a lot of that sort of progress. You know, the Post-7 schools are, are excellent. You, you see this in, in academics. You see it in athletics, the band programs and the cultural things that are done, the programs that are put on in the schools, the stuff that the counselors do with with the kids. There's good things happening. We have great schools and a reflection of their community. Well, and uh, staff has just handed me a note that uh, Milford has advanced over 10 points in the last year, just one year advance on the milestones. And... 18 points over the last three years. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That's that's a phenomenal advance. All right. So people in your post, I'm sure you run into them at the grocery store or whatnot. What are you hearing in conversations with teachers, students, or, or parents? And what are they saying? I try to get out quite a bit, you know, whether it's going to the, the, the supporting the kids at the school events, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the grocery store the pool, uh, wherever you run into them in the neighborhood, uh, you know, phone calls that they I, I try to get back with them uh, and try to help them with their problems. A lot of the stuff that you get, uh, this is a, I think is a positive being a school board member is you can help people mm-hmm. is they have questions and they're legitimate questions and they just don't know where to go or they don't know the answers and you can help provide that. Uh, as a board member, you know, it's not our charge to be meddling with the schools and to telling them what they can do or not do. You know, we don't hire the football coach or tell them what plays to run or stuff like that or mm-hmm. hire a math teacher. But there are a lot of questions that, uh, that, that this is a rewarding part, too, that you can help people get an answer. And, uh, you know, you just, you just listen and then be able to direct them to the proper department or person that can help them get an answer. Generally, that's one of the things I try to do is to help people. Just find the right connection. Find the right fight and uh, advocate 
for what's important. What are some of the best ways that your constituents in your post can get in touch with you if they have a concern or whatnot? Is the best way to just have a a face-to-face conversation or phone call? What is your preference in terms of conversation? Anyway, if you see me, come talk to me. You know, you can call me on my, my phone if you email. Uh, sometimes I'll ask you to put it in writing in an email uh, for a paper trail, so to speak, for the to when I send it into the district so that uh, they can see who's going to help them any way that works best for them. Any way that works and preferably with, with lots of details to, to help get whatever the issue may be through and to the right person, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. All right. Well, the new school year has has already started. Uh, We're several weeks into it at this point. So what are you looking forward to in your schools and your post uh, over the remainder of the school year? Is there anything? I just hope, like I said, we just continue the progress that the school system has shown in the recent years, academically, athletically, in our cultural programs. Just a good experience for the kids when they come to school that they're learning and they're moving forward and to, can sh- and to show progress. We have a very strong community support for our schools. So I think that's one of the positives. The community backs our, our schools financially and the time that they volunteer and do things for the kids. This is not really something new. It's been going on for years. And some of these programs have been developed because of the community, the, the time that they've put in to, to make things better for their kids' education. I'll just give you an example like the Hillgrove Band going to Normandy this summer. I mean, gosh, what a, what an experience that is. That's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. This is mind-boggling to think that the, the time and effort to put in to make this happen. My hat's off to everybody. It's not just one person there. But for a kid or, <laughs> or anybody to have that experience is just surreal. I could imagine, uh, especially with uh, a World War II veteran Coming along with you, the bringing that whole uh, historical lesson to life. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you another example of the community support. You know, Still Elementary uh, has the Veterans Day uh, celebration, and, and they invite community members to come in there too. Mm-hmm. And the kids put on a program for them, and uh, they, they get a chance to get around the school and to see this. I just think that this is a tremendous activity. Uh, you've got veterans in there that, that they've gone back like to World War Two, and uh, there's there's a few of them still around, and more recent ones in, in their service. I think that the, the kids need to see what what their their community members have done. It's a nice relationship. It works both ways. That's always a super day to attend. Hmm. That's got to be very encouraging and gratifying to know that the future, uh, our future leaders coming through the school now are are seeing and experiencing these these things, mm-hmm. um, keeping things in context. Their sacrifice and the time that they've given for their country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you handle situations where you you have uh, people in your post coming up to you with controversial or or contentious issues for you to have to deal with. That's got to come up every now and then. Oh, uh, for sure. I I think the first thing is you have to listen. Let people tell you what's going on and what, what they've experienced. You know, some things are not for me to investigate. The proper people in the district 
need to deal with the, some of these issues. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what is true and what is not? I can remember when I first came in here uh, six, seven years ago, speaking with uh, the former superintendent, his HR person, and the current ones, that my charge is to investigate things fully. You know, you want to take the word of sometimes your higher-ups because, you know, they've earned that position and they should be your better people. But, you know, sometimes the guy at the bottom of the rung is the one that's telling you the truth. And if you don't investigate fully, you won't know. I mean, there's yeah. no real place for cover-ups here. It's doing the right thing. That, to me, is very important. You know, we got one of the best, if not the best, school district in the, in the state, and it continues to perform. And I know that we use data for, for these uh, district decisions uh, and we consistently come out on in, in, in the higher ends on that uh, but I think that we need to do a good job and we need to, to really look at what is true and what is not mm-hmm. what, what, is, what is hearsay and what is what is the real issue mm-hmm. and if if they are they need to be dealt with and they need to be dealt with directly I think that's very important you know our, our uh, superintendent I guess uh, your your board's uh, em- one employee as they sometimes say, uh, has frequently said that he doesn't like to operate on fads or rumor. He likes to operate on data and evidence. Would you say that that approach applies to what you guys face from time to time in terms of community activists, uh, you know, maybe starting to to say something and and you're, you're blindsided by that information? I, I think you have to seek what's the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what is real? Uh, you know, you can stir up things and uh, rumors get spread. And when you have a district as big as ours, 100 plus schools, 100 plus, 100,000 plus kids, 18,000 employees to think that everybody's perfect every day. You hope that you'd, we'd want that. But we're talking about people and people do things that are uh, in, wrong. They do things that are incorrect. Uh, they make mistakes. They say things that are the wrong things. Like I say, I'm uh, not in going off on the staff because I think that the, from top to bottom, I think that if you look at the, the school system, uh, what kind of people we have, you can look back to the snow apocalypse or whatever. Uh, that's when you saw the real Cobb County school system in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody from the central office, the principals, the cafeteria, the bus drivers, the teachers, everybody pitched in until every kid, every one was taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's something that I think happens every day. Yeah. And like I say, but to think that everybody's perfect every day, I, you want that, but... Uh, my charge there is if things are not done right, they need to be uh, directed co- correctly and, and make things to improve. And uh, if, if they're not, they can't do that, then maybe they don't need to work here. The board members not to micromanage and to, to, to do these things. We have trust that the district uh, appointees are doing their job and do it well. And if something were going awry, you would want to know about it as Absolutely. a board member, right? Absolutely. Well, is there anything else you want to add? I hope that everybody has a great school year and that we continue to go forward. Onward and upward. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, we've been listening to uh, the vice chair of the Cobb School Board, Mr. Brad Wheeler. Mr. Wheeler, thanks for coming by. 
You can learn more about the Cobb County School Board by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. Just click on the word board at the top of the menu. And if you have a topic or a concern you'd like to share, please drop me an email. That's david.owen at cobbk12.org. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.